Hey everybody, it's Enrique from the Be Somebody podcast. Today we'll be talking about the coronavirus, our semester update, and Amadeo's experience being on my film. Enjoy. Be somebody podcast, be somebody billions. My name is Amadeo. My name is Enrique. Welcome to episode 14, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode 14. <laughs> Touching the airwaves once again. I'm sure, uh, um, yeah, if you're on YouTube, if you're checking out our visual content, you will have immediately noticed we got a different setup going. I'm at home in my garage. Enrique is at home. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they remind me of that one meme. You're in my garage. You're in my garage. Damn. Well, yeah, I'm at home. And because at home too, he's on the floor. Yes. I'm on a. Yes, I am on the floor. <laughs> I'm on a seat. So he's keeping up tradition. I'm kind of switching things up a little bit, but not by choice, as I'm sure you all know why. So. Lots to talk about. I've been looking forward to this episode at the same time, not because. I've just been feeling kind of uh, wishy-washy about almost every aspect of my life, to be honest with you. And yeah, I'm just um, damn. I'm just doing the best that I can be doing day by day, um, mm-hmm. trying to take my own advice as well, which is turning out to be a little bit more difficult than I had imagined. But you know, that's the whole process. It's always been a process, and yeah, I'm doing me, babe. damn okay what a what an intro right there you got i guess so i don't know what's up with you enrique well man i mean i i feel like we can't really talk about anything unless we address the elephant in the room the covid19 novel coronavirus 2019 covid19 yes oh my god I know. What a crazy time we live in, honestly. What a crazy time. It's been, uh, what, three weeks now? Two weeks? Something like that, It just feels like my entire life has been flipped on its head. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Everything that I thought I knew or everything that used to be done a certain way is no longer done that way. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm being challenged mentally, emotionally. Um, yeah, no, it's a tough time for me, admittedly. And it's been like two weeks now, um, that I've been home all day, every day. And our semester was unfortunately cut short, as I'm sure it has for a lot of you as well. Those of you that are listening at this moment. Um, yeah, we, my last day of school, we were waiting to go to spring break. That would have lasted a week. Um, during that time, um, <laughs> the situation was worsening all throughout the world and other schools were going on lockdown. And so our school decided to make the same decision. And at first it was, we'll extend the spring break until the 6th of April. And now it is a full transition to an online 
set up. So all of my classes, all six of them have been uh, transformed um, to adapt to an online environment, which I really fucking hate. I'll go into detail about it a little bit later. But yeah. Um, how about you, Enrique? Yeah, I mean, this it's I just don't even know how to comprehend what's going on. It's just it's really it really feels something out of a movie to yeah, it, it just feels something out of a movie. I mean, movies have been made it's, about this shit. <laughs> it's just crazy to think how Yeah, I mean like about what was it like yeah, 3 weeks ago we were um I was getting ready to I was like probably like really I was so stressed out 3 weeks ago. I was about like one week away from shooting my senior thesis film and we had, I had a bunch of projects and like events I've been planning the whole year lined up a lot of moving pieces, you know, and then classes, exams. I was, you know, getting ready for some exams coming back from spring break, all that stuff, all the crazy drama that school is. (laughs) And then, and then I, I, I just really out of nowhere, this thing hits and things like for me, this is the way I experienced it. Things slowly one by one disappeared. It was like the Avengers, you know, with the snap. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was a, it was a fucking snap and everything just faded Straight away. Up, but like, like, it was like Avengers where it was like one by one uh, where like first it was like this like big philanthropy thing I do where we raise money for, you know, children in the children's hospital that kind of went away and, you know, I was definitely heartbroken, but, you know, I still had my big project I was working on. I was like, all right, I'm going to push forward. Then our job where Amadeo and I both were kind of shut down for the rest of the semester. So uh, thankfully, side note, thankfully, we're both still like on the payroll. So we're not unemployed or anything. I know that's that's a big thing a lot of people are facing. Yeah. Yeah, we're, really, we're really blessed that we're not. Um, but then then that was gone. And with that went a big event I was planning for. The spring that was gonna be really cool. That actually, I haven't even told you about it, Amadeo. You were out of the office, um, but yeah, it was a crazy event. It, it was gonna be such a dope event, and oh, there's so there's so much things to talk about. Actually, my we need to update them, but I'll just I'll just be real quick. And so then I mean, everything was gone. We've got the time, Mike. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we got the time. All everything was gone. My classes were. Again, they were pushed back till spring break. And, you know, in my eyes, I was like, all right, cool. Now I can really, in a sense, you know, I get, of course, I was heartbroken that all those things I mentioned were gone and very disheartened. But I kind of pushed to the side, was like, you know what? I'm not going to think about it right now. I'm going to push forward and put all my energy to do the, the best I can with my with my senior thesis project. And classes were pushed back. So I was like, all right, now I don't have an excuse to, you know, wrap up early and then try to study for my exams because, you know, school's pushed back. So this is like crazy, a crazy story. But like I mentioned, all of them one by one disappeared. And we were about four days from shooting. Yeah, four days from shooting. All the actors were prepped. All our things were prepped. We were just kind of doing those last little nitpick things that needed to get done. You know, our set was fully dressed. We we had It's like an hour away where our set is. So we had to go. We put all our props up. You know, we were finalizing what shots we wanted, how we were going to shoot, you know, trying to get all that final, like, like I said, nitty gritty stuff. And so they kind of pulled, I mean, 
it, it makes sense. The department had to close down since, you know, UNM closed down, but the film department provides film for, I'm, I'm sorry, not film, provides equipment for us students. Mm -hmm. And so they, since the department closed, the equipment cage where they give out equipment closed. So we were kind of left without equipment. And we were, that was the first time we really experienced it. And I was, and to be honest, I was like not ready to, to, I've lost so many things through this like whole epidemic that I was not ready to lose this last thing that I was pushing and I was working on for so many hours that yeah. I was like, you know what? Screw that. We're going to still going to do it. We're going to find equipment another way. So we pulled every string we could, found equipment mir miraculously, um, thanks to all our friends. So we managed to put plug um, that that hole right there from the boat sinking, and we kept on pushing. And then the department sent out the email saying that all productions were to be canceled, like word from the dean. And so a lot of our crew, which are students, were very hesitant. They're like, hey, guys, I don't know if I want to work on anymore. The dean said that we can't and a bunch of stuff. And again, I told my crew, I was like, you know what? Worst comes to worst because it's us for it's mainly us four that's been working on the whole project. And we brought up brought on like 15 other people this past month. And so I was like, you know what? Worst comes to worst. Us four shoot it. We can do it. We're capable of it. And, you know, we were trying to push, keep this project alive as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And then our location got taken away because mm -hmm. of everything. So that was like the last thing. And then on top of that, then our actors were feeling a bit hesitant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just it was just too many holes for us to to really to really fix before the, the ship went down. And yeah, I mean, and ultimately it was a responsible thing to do because, yes, you know, th this is a, this is a, a crazy thing and yeah, it does impact a lot of people. And yeah, I don't know. It just sucks that really like all the joy in my life got taken well, yeah, away. No, it's fucking devastating because you've been working so hard toward achieving this goal, fulfilling this goal that you've put endless amount of hours into. Well, not endless because obviously yeah. it's not endless, but this is like so much of your fucking life has been dedicated to this project and you needed to see it come to fruition. And then just to have it stripped away from you and yeah. just like left in limbo and it probably, will this ever happen? Will you ever film the film that you wanted to make? Yeah. You were aching to make. Yeah, I don't know. Like last time I, I spoke with the crew, we were all kind of left. We were honestly all heartbroken, you know? Yeah. Like you mentioned, it was something we've been working on all year since about, what, like August? Late August? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we kind of left it as, yeah, like we want to make it eventually no matter what. Um, but like 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 I mentioned, who knows about this whole corona thing? Because I, I hear people saying it's going to last till August. I hear others that think in April we'll all be up and running. But, you know, really, who knows? Well, it's a... On one hand, I want to say sooner rather than later, because yes, please, I'd like everything to go back to normal. Uh, on the other hand, I don't believe everything, anything will be the same after this. Yeah. And it's going to take a, it's going to take a long time to recover. Mm -hmm. um, every aspect of life is going to be affected. So financial, personal, um, social everything so yeah nothing was the same nothing will be the same <laughs> but i mean i still have a positive outlook i try to i try to see it as just like an opportunity for people to settle down yeah for fucking once like i i understand that it's stressful and 
people worried about their bills that they must pay and the families they must feed and themselves and the health of their friends of other loved ones of themselves as well um but this, you just have this time you have this time and it's not like you can do anything to change the course of the virus itself unless of course you're <laughs> you're working directly in that field and affecting a way which i mean huge respect to the people working um tirelessly through the day and the night um yeah to mitigate the negative effects of this pandemic but for people like you people like me that are involved in the medical industry or anything that has to do with whatever this is um I don't even really know what I was going with that. <laughs> uh, and I say that because like, I've been feeling so tired. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling so almost numb. And it's been difficult for me to be able to find the motivation that I need to thrive, uh, to do the things that I do, that I love to do. Because lately it's just been feeling like the things that I do love to do I don't see the point anymore. It's hard to see the point. It, the point is still there. It's still staring at me in the face. It's just like, I don't even want to look at it because I've been so like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Do you think it's because like, it's because of what's happening around the world that, that you feel unmotivated or is it just like, well, yes, because of what's ha- well, yes, because of what's happening around the world. I'm just feeling this like existential dread. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's just like there's just such a crisis people are dying left and right by the hundreds every fucking day and here I am having yet to worry about online classes and assignments and group projects and finding a fucking job and what's going to be the worst market since the 2008 financial crash um, graduating amidst this madness and it's just like I keep asking myself over and over, what's the fucking point? What's the point anymore? And I don't want to believe that because I I still, while my grip is loosening, I still try to grasp onto that belief that there is a point. There is a purpose. I have a purpose. I'm a motivated individual, right? And so this is just like, I want to, I want to see this as a temporary upset. This isn't like a permanent conclusion to my life and my aspirations this is just like a time in my life that is difficult for myself and for millions billions of other people yeah so to be honest with you or to be straight with you straight up with you everything that is be somebody that we've discussed has come to a head in this episode and i this just might be the most important episode that we will record up to this point because everything that we've talked about has to come to mind so that I can you and I can keep pushing and feeling good and feeling confident and motivated and strong for ourselves and for our loved ones throughout this crisis so the mission statement the immortal mission statement to stimulate support the self-discovery of the individual promote a network of enthusiasm and impact the lives of those in our communities and of those we hold close. 
So now more than ever is the time to do that. And you can do it in such a significant way by being that person that not only you can rely on, but that others can look at and gather strength from. So obviously what I mean is that you don't have to have your shit together 100%. Not only no one is at this exact point in time, but by being a reassuring presence, by being responsible and safe and healthy and positive, you know, we can, at least I feel like I can better manage the, the stress and the anxiety and the desperation, the isolation and the restlessness that comes with this whole new mass idea of social distancing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, I don't know what to say to that, dude. You went in there. Um, I mean, just talk about what you've been feeling because that's just how I've been feeling. Do you, do you really want me to talk, tell what I've been feeling? Yeah, I do. You're just as much a part of this podcast as I am. I don't know. To be honest, man, I haven't been feeling that like how you have, to be honest. Like, I yes, I understand that like hundreds of people up to the thousands are dying around the world. But like, this is something that like has happened before in history, you know, and yeah. and I don't think anyone is above, you know, mother nature, you know, it's just kind of, there is no amount of science that can protect us from these natural things that come in life. Um, kind of, I, I don't know, kind of the same, it's kind of the same philosophy I've always kind of had my whole life where there's like family members I have, you know, in an, in another country that are in way worse conditions. This is not right now, but like throughout my whole life are way worse conditions than I am. And for me, just to even have a roof over my head, I've always kind of felt um, that inner, I guess, turmoil and, and like sorrowness of like other people experiencing like worse conditions. And, you know, there's like other countries that even like a year ago or three months ago before all this, that, you know, we're going through the same kind of level of anxiety and 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 horror in terms of like, you know, the yeah. countries are in war and things like that. And it's just yeah. kind of like a, a matter of like checking in with myself and understanding the position that I'm gratefully in. I mean, just the fact that, yeah. that I, I'm still in a, in a house right now with internet and like yeah. being able to even take classes online while this whole thing's going on and not having to drop out of school to go try to find a job to support my family or something. Kind mm -hmm. of, that's kind of the way I see in terms of motivating myself in the position I'm, I'm in to take advantage of it and not, not necessarily like get like, it, I'm not trying to downplay what's going on in the world. Cause it, cause it is a, a big thing. Um, and, and I do understand the repercussions you were talking about what's going to happen. But I mean, like I've had, I've, I've had, I've been at disadvantage my whole life being first generation and not having anyone to guide me through college or teach me about school or help me with my homework when I go back home. So my whole life I've experienced a disadvantage and had the odds against me. So I'm kind of used to it and I'm ready for it. And I'm, I'm going to keep the same mentality I've always kept where if I work hard enough, I, I, I think I can really accomplish anything. Um, but just to clarify, I'm not trying to downplay anything that's going on in the world right now. 
but that's kind of like what what the way I've been tackling it. Um, but like, it's still a scary thing. I mean, like I was just talking to one of, one of my friends that like his old school bus, bus driver, like passed away from it. And talking about the statistics, by the time this is over, all of us are going to at least know someone in some capacity that passed away from this disease, which is a scary, a scary thing to, to really grasp. Cause we, I mean, we don't, we know so little that we don't know if this is getting up to the, like the pinnacle of it and it's going to start coming down or if it's still going to raise some more or exactly like what's going on. But you know, this thing can, can get even worse and it's scary to understand that, but I don't think there's not much I can do other than do my part. That's kind of the way I see it by staying home, Mm -hmm. by, you know, canceling the production, like I said, and and being responsible and not going out to bars and hanging out with friends. Um, but like (laughs) just, just because I'm like at home doesn't mean like that I'm like gonna, I don't know, change my attitude. Like I've been trying to do as much as like, for example, we talked about this all all the time, but like me being a filmmaker, like I've been watching as many movies as I can and, and writing and taking this time to do these things that, that, you know, you always say that you never have time for, but I'm taking, trying to take full advantage of it. Um, cause Mm -hmm. like I mentioned, I'm not in the medical field. If I was, and I would be and you know, trying to help out the world in that aspect. But all I can really do is kind of, you know, try, try to protect the, the people I love. But I mean, this, this thing is just, like I mentioned, it's, it's straight up something out of a movie where, you know, there's, there's not much I can do other than just stay at home and be responsible. Um, yeah. And, you know, wish the best for, for, for everyone. I mean, if you're religious, even pray for, for anyone. Um, Cause yeah, this, this thing's a scary thing and yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. And that's exceptional. It's a fantastic perspective. And I, yeah, I would do a lot better by being grateful more frequently. And I have so much to be thankful for, to be grateful for. I'm sitting in this fucking garage. I'm using a fucking pool table as my, yeah as my table. Um, I got all kinds of shit behind me. My dad works so hard. He's always been um, the one to look out for the family and he does it selflessly. So to be able to call him my father, to be able to live in this house, to be able to call you my friend and to go to school to, yes, like you said, have these online classes as much as they do suck and it's difficult for me to be able to learn from them. I have that option and I have my internet connection and I am still able to maintain contact with the people that I've gotten close to over the course of the semester. Yeah. And yes, it was cut short, but I had a great time. And to call this my last semester, yes, I'm sad, but I'm still so happy that it happened the way that it did. And I think the last week of school before spring break, before this all closed down, I'll always remember for the the rest of my life. Yeah, that's true. Let's talk about that day. That shit was a Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) That shit was a Wednesday. (laughs) That was was a a good day. That was a good ass day. That was a, that was a fucking great day. That was one of the best days of my life, to be honest with you. Honestly. Yeah. That was one of the best days of my life. That was a good day. (laughs) 
Should, should we give um, some some was, give some context? Of, yeah, let's of, give some let's give some motherfucking context. <laughs> it was Wednesday, March eleventh, uh, the week right before spring break. Uh, what was supposed to only be a week, <laughs> a week thing has turned into an indefinite thing. But so Enrique, being a film student, being a an aspiring professional, he's very close. I don't know about um, that, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you know a whole lot and you're getting there and you're, you're getting experience. And so there was this organization that happened to tour our school. They were called the Campus Movie Fest. In fact, I'm wearing a t-shirt from them. Ooh, right you should have told me I would have thrown mine on. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so they're an organization that tours multiple campuses across the country and they show up for a week. And during this week, you are tasked with creating an original movie to premiere or to show them. And they will decide whether or not to premiere you at this big sort of red carpet event at your school. So I think about, was it like a few days before the deadline? I don't know when the deadline exactly was. You would know Mm -hmm. better than I do. Yeah. Uh, We all... (laughs) Enrique called me up because I had been asking him for some weeks now, maybe in a few months. I told him like, hey, I want some acting experience. Whatever it is, I don't care. However small, it doesn't matter to me. I just want to be in whatever you have going on. So he calls me up this one evening. He says, hey, man, I think I got a role for you. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, let, let, me, let, me, let me pick up baton, the baton from right here. Let me give some other context. So, um, like I mentioned, this was like before everything was really canceled. And so my, one of my, my cinematographer, the, the guy that deals with the camera in the crew, he, uh, he told us about the, the film festival. And to be honest, I really didn't want to do that at all. Cause we had so much on our plate and I had like a bunch of things going on and I was like, I don't think we can really do another film right now. And so he was like, no, like, let's do it. Like, let's do it. Come on. And so we sat down and I was like, I don't know, man, I don't want to do this. He's like, well, let's just shoot ideas. Like, let, let's, let's, let's come up with an idea. If we like the idea and we like the story, then let's do it. If not, then let's not do it. And I was like, all right, all right. So we started shooting ideas and I had this one kind of short idea that I came up with from just from life, you know? <laughs> and so um, <laughs> that night we kind of sat down and, and wrote all of it. And, and I, I wrote it, the majority of it. And, and I was like, okay, I actually really like this. (laughs) And so I was like, uh, okay. And we had, uh, two actors already in mind for the two leads and we needed one more person that was going to be like a pivotal role. And keep in mind, we were writing this the day before we were shooting it. So I was like, all right, who, who do I know that can like, would be down to act on in something tomorrow. And so I'm like, all right, let me call Madeo. So I call Madeo. <laughs> he answers, and I'm like, yo, do you have a suit? <laughs> Dude, this man asked me for a suit in the evening. He was like, all right, you need a suit, though. I got a roll for you, but you need a fucking suit. And so I asked him, uh, gray or blue? And he's like, blue. And do you want to keep talking from here, or should I? Um, yeah, so then I, was, I, I gave him the time. I tell him the date. And so that day comes around, right? And so 
I think that whole morning I had classes and I got out of class. We, we were supposed to be on set by 5 p.m. I got out of the class at 4.50. And so by the time I got there, everyone was there except for me, the director. And so everyone was like, <laughs> was like, everyone was like where the hell is the director? And so I got there and then uh, we set everything up. It was a very rushed production. We didn't have a lot of things like planned out like you usually do. Um, yeah, then everyone arrived and, and Amadeo arrived in his, in his little suit. <laughs> And <laughs> my little suit. Yeah, and then and then talk about <laughs> yeah. the whole experience of, of production because that was that was right. your first time seeing how how like a film yeah. is kind of shot. Only, not only was that my first, yeah, not only was that my first acting experience, it was my first time on a film set. And so yes, while these are film students, Enrique is still a professional, just in the way that he handles the production process, and so everything felt authentic there on the set. And so they were using this jargon that I'm not familiar with and I couldn't repeat it here because I don't fucking remember exactly what you said but like camera speed camera speed (laughs) 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 like I don't don't know what that means and so he's just like all right sit down right here and make sure you know your lines and so I was kind of practicing my lines um while they were setting everything up and uh yeah it, it, it was just so cool to be able to see the other two leading roles kind of snap into their character. And it was fun for me to do the same thing as well. I, it was interesting because my character, the role that I played, um, had the same name as I do. (laughs) So it was kind of easy to assume myself in that role. And I've read on some acting sources that, um, this is according to them, of course. I don't know if anyone else would agree with this, but um, that good acting comes from yourself. So when you act like yourself within the context of this character so that it feels true and so that good acting is not only feeling the things that this character would feel, but having other people feel those things as well. And <laughs> while that was my first acting experience and I was about to like totally um, jump on it like the professional, but... I still had a whole lot of fun and it was just, it was just a great experience for me. I don't know. That's kind of a, kind of vague, but I don't really know how to talk about it in total articulate details. Just like, yeah, I was on a film set. I had a role for the first time and I did the best that I could. No. Yeah. I'm I'm, going to do a good, a good job. Just a context. What I'm just talking about was uh, substitution within acting. So you substitute a feeling within the role something that you've experienced in real life with uh, connecting it and making it resemble with your character and what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I'm going to do the, did a great job. Like I mentioned, I, I personally felt like a bit, I'm not going to lie, like ashamed or like embarrassed. Cause that was a very rough production where nothing was planned. We were just kind of running, running gun. As they say, we were just kind of picking up the camera, shoot here, here type stuff. Um, and we were just kind of going with it. And yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was like really a bunch of friends on set. Everyone there, like I knew we were all super cool. And it was just a lot of fun. And the actual shoot, we had these really interesting, um, fun shots that were a bit hard to pull off. But the moment we pulled them off, they were like so satisfying. Yeah, dude, it was all practical effects. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was super, super fun. But yeah, so we shot it and then... 
the next day, me and uh, the DP, also the editor, like spent probably from like 10.30 p.m. to about 7 a.m. editing it. Because it was due that it was pulling all nighter. Yeah, we stayed up all night um, editing wow. that, and you know, like like I mentioned, when whenever you do a running gun thing like that, there's always going to be some problems. So like we had to you know troubleshoot a lot of stuff. But you know, it, the the my biggest thing being being the director and being like nitpicky with my work is um, the requirement of the film was that it needed to be five minutes, like no no longer than five minutes. And to get all the whole story I wanted to show, it came out to about eight minutes. So we had to cut down a lot, a lot. And so there was mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of like things that I wish we could show, but we can't. And so that's why we're hoping to shoot a uh, release of director's cut soon uh, to fix some of those problems as well, some like technical problems. Um, but you know, we we finished it five minutes long, and we submitted it that day. And then the next day is that Wednesday Amadeo was talking about. March 11th. Yes. Yo, I'm going to get that fucking date tattooed on my Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just kidding. Um, So March 11th marked the end of a particularly stressful time in the semester. And this hardly had anything to do with academics. It was more of uh, student dynamics. We'll put it that way. I'm not going to go into explicit detail, but it was an effort to um, kind of put to use my knowledge as a marketing student in order to achieve a certain goal within the campus and to have something happen on campus that I believed <laughs> I feel like you, I, I feel be- like you can slightly mention it. Just like mention w- what the general thing was. That's it, but not mention like anything else. I won't mention my specific role. Yeah, just say like the general course. thing. I like helped. what's the thing? I helped because I was asked to help, and so I was happy to help. Um, it was a student election, student government, university student government. Uh, I don't know if it's like this at every other college campus in America or around the world, but at our college campus, it was, <laughs> it was competitive and unprecedented in the level of competition that was experienced by all of the candidates that were running for the role of president and vice president of the university student government. At least that's what the school paper called it. And <laughs> what was it like an on a, a historic election is what they called it. And so the three weeks preceding the date of March 11th, which was a Wednesday, um, the candidates were tasked to campaign. So they had to put together social media pages and walk around the campus and make themselves known to the students and to student organizations and to hopefully garner votes. So that was to happen for three weeks. And on March 11th, they would announce the the victor. Because between Monday, March 9th, and Wednesday, March 11th, is when the students had the chance to vote. And uh, was it 6 p.m.? 
on Wednesday? Or yeah. was it 5 p.m.? No, it was 6 it was p.m. 6, 6 p.m. on Wednesday, they tallied the votes and they announced the winner. And <laughs> the people that um, that I had helped campaign for, both of them, they were each running for president and vice president. They won. They won. And it was a surprising victory to me. I was nervous. I didn't want to be so sure because I couldn't be so sure. Um, the other candidates also maintain strong platforms. Uh, but I wasn't also so like, oh, it's whatever. We're not going to win, but at least we did our best. I was kind of in a shaky middle area. And so when that announcement was made, I was like, your president, your vice president are, it was bliss for our side. And yeah, it was just a lot of strong emotions during that, that, uh, that time of the day. Do you want to add to that, Enrique? Yeah, I mean, I think you captured it very well. It was, it was bliss. It was, uh, yeah, and I, I felt the same way like you described before. Yeah, no, it, was, it was a, it was a crazy few weeks. Yeah, it was, and so it, was. It, it, it finally, it finally concluded on that Wednesday, and it happened to be the result that we had worked hard for. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if we were to lose, it wouldn't have been such it would have been disappointing of course but it wouldn't have been such a devastating blow because we had gotten to become i at least i had gotten to become so much closer to the two people that were campaigning Mm -hmm. i had known them before but i had been able to just be in more a a larger part of their lives yeah and so we just we just got closer that way and i can call them good friends and to see them achieve this and for me to know that I played a role in this victory was so satisfying to me as a senior because it felt like I had well I don't know it just felt like a good way to (laughs) to kind of conclude my time at the university yeah. So yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Just like, and the, to, f- to feel what I had felt when that announcement was made, I thought back on the first day of freshman year when I didn't know anybody, when nobody knew me, when I had made no such waves on campus whatsoever. Um, no impression whatsoever to that day, the last week before spring break, before everything closed down, the transformation that I had my personal arc, <laughs> uh, my hero's journey, you know, it was, uh, yeah, I almost wanted to cry because yeah. it, it felt like I, I learned so much. I had done so much. I had mm-hmm. felt so much. I had grown so much. I had, <sighs> I, I'd completed the college experience for me what that meant to me. Wow. So as I was sharing, as I was sharing hugs with the people I've come to call my good friends on campus, I'd felt 
I felt complete. I was like, this is it. You know, it's, it's come to this. Everything has come to this. And I'm no longer the person I was when I was a freshman and which is a good thing, of course, uh, self-growth and yeah, I'd felt like I had, uh, done what I'd wanted to do was, which was to make good friends and even better memories. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I can top that. I mean, I think you would have said it better than I than I would have. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good ass fucking time. And then, literally, like an hour later, we go to the campus movie film festival. Mm -hmm. We watch these great student films. We finally see our film that we had made a few days before on the big screen in this auditorium that they had set up in the student union building. Mm -hmm. And wait, wait, let me, let me pick it up from here. Let me pick it we, up right here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You so, start talking. I'll talk. So, about so I, I think there was like 40 films that were submitted and they only screened the best 12. And so, you know, we get there and you know, all the, the core teams there and everyone brought like family members and stuff. So there was like a bunch of people that we knew. And so, you know, like I was in there, I was just happy that, that the per, you know, that what happened an hour ago happened. And, you know, like Amadeo mentioned all of that. And, you know, I just felt good. Cause I, like Amadeo mentioned, we were all with like within our friends, hugging one another all together, kind of like, you know, this is, this is it. And so then I moved then yeah. upstairs to this, the film festival event. And then I'm again, surrounded by, you know, people that, you know, I could call very closely my friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're all there and, you know, we, yeah. it, it's, it's just a good, good, good mood, you know, uh, that's all I can really say. And so mm -hmm. it begins and the way they do it, it's every, they have one, two, three, wait, how much do they, yeah, no, they have, they have three sections of it. So four films, every section since it's 12 films and we watched the first four and I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, these are some good films. Yeah, dude, we didn't we didn't get screened until like the very last. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was getting at. Or and close, so, to the, close to the last. So then the the second part comes on, and then the second part is when they show a lot of really good films. Like there were some good films there, and I was like, oh damn, that was like I'm a bit nervous because then it was about to be the last four, and if we don't show up, then then we didn't make it. Um, because keep in mind they don't show all the films, just like the best ones, and so it comes mm -hmm. to the last block, shows the first two films, which are really good. And then it comes to the third one, which was also really good. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I literally look over to my friend and I tell him, hey man, you know, if we don't make it, like we still did it, you know, like don't even worry. We had fun, you know? And so then the moment they show it, they start playing ours as the last film. Literally my whole row goes, oh my God. Like literally we all, re we all, re we all release a sigh at the same time going, oh. <laughs> then they start playing it and then me me being like the the director and being like the, you know next to the editor we're literally watching it and nitpicking everything from it oh my god did you see that oh we should have we should have fixed that oh i didn't even see that we're literally whispering to one another um just watching this thing <laughs> it ends you know everyone yeah. everyone claps and then they move on to the awards and me and my friend are just like dude like yeah no man it, it it's done it's done and so they move on to these things that they called silver tripod awards where 
they don't these are special awards they don't give to every film festival or even any every film it's like these are the awards that if you get it that means your film's nominated to go to their big main film festival from the best films well, from no, around that, the country wasn't that a no that was a separate award yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like uh Th- those those that was the one where you got like no, 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 trust, trust me, no, no, trust me, trust me, trust okay. me. <laughs> so then, um, <laughs> trust me, I know, I know, I know. And so the, okay, these okay. are special awards that if you get them, you're then nominated and have the chance to go to uh, Los Angeles for like their main, main uh, film festival where it's the best of the best from around the country. And so yeah, they did the- um, The national level. Yeah, so then they did best uh, actor first and- they announce it and it turns out to be the, our lead from our film. And I'm like, Oh my God. And they have like a little like mini, I guess, Oscar, you would say, <laughs> but like a really like, yeah. like small version of it. And so our, our it was actor, like a wooden mannequin. Yeah, our actor didn't make it. And so I was like, Oh, I guess I'll just go accept it for him. Since <laughs> I'm, di- I'm the director and I go up there and think, and then I'm like, yeah. all right, you know what? Like, this is the one time we're going to have to shine. Might as well like give a little speech. And I'm like, Hey, he couldn't make it, but you know, Thank you. Um, he's a great actor. I know he's going to reach many places. Again, thank all of y'all. Y'all have great, great, amazing films uh, and whatnot. And then I kind of go sit down. And so they go to <laughs> they go to Best Actress. And then it's our actress from our lead. And so she goes up, she gives her speech. And I'm like, oh my God. Well, and then and then I'm like trying to self-justify myself right there. I'm like, you know, they were good actors and actresses. Like they, they killed it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, the film was pretty bad, but the acting was superb. <laughs> you know, I was trying to justify myself. And then they call best director. Oh, oh and then they call they call our film. And then I'm like, oh my God. So then I go up and then I'm like, like I didn't even know what to say. Like at that point, I was literally I was really confused. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, thank you. Um and I was just thanking everyone else. I was like, I I'm glad to be up here. Like all of y'all did amazing films as well. And I was just kind of speechless at that point. Um, then I go sit down and they kind of end those special awards and they go on to like the main awards of that specific uh, festival in our college. And it's four total ones. And they give the other, they give the other three and, you know, they give, they give them to other great films. That I was like, Oh wow, that was good. And so it comes to the last one, which is like the best picture. And I definitely did not think we were going to, I'm like, no, like we literally just took those other three there. There's no way they're going to give it to us. And so then they call our name and then all of us go up there and we're like, oh my God. And at that point, like, I was like, I didn't even know what to say. Like I literally handed the microphone to everyone else so they can talk. Cause I just didn't even know what to say. And so we all <laughs> sat down and then they, then, then they announced like the special awards, which is like you know, like the audience choice, like the one that the audience liked the most. And then they call us again. So then we go up there again and I, I didn't even know, like, we're just, thanks again. And so like, that was like our, our fifth time up there. And then, and then we just all go back and sit down. We're like, we're literally like all like lost for words. Like all of us are like, it literally felt like, like how you mentioned, like, I don't even know. It was like more than bliss to be honest. I was just like speechless and like, yeah. Adrenaline was pumping through my system. I didn't even know what to think. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, yeah. And then we got like a, oh, if I could, oh, it's over there. I don't want to get up though, but it's over there. We got like this cool little like uh, clapper, which is like the thing you see in the movies where people say like action and then they clap it. And it's like a special one with like the award plaque for it. Um, 
but yeah, and, and then, that was the that was the that was the award that qualified you for the nationals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would so how what is that? So best <laughs> best actor, best actress, best director, best picture, audience choice, and then the final award of the night, the biggest award that allowed you to qualify for nationals. Nationals. So six awards in total. Mm-hmm. No, actually, it was you five. Swept. It was five. Best picture was the one that makes you qualify. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so five awards. Mm-hmm. Every award that they had to give was given to us. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a crazy we swept night. Every fucking award. That it was, was a crazy insanity. night. Insanity. Yeah. And it was just. It, oh yeah, and I showed it to some of my family members too, and my grandma's a big fan. Um. Yeah, yeah, man. That was crazy. I thought you did a great. I thought you did a great job. So, looking forward to that director's cut, of course. Yeah, but even what you did, the five minute creation is still there's just so much heart in it mm-hmm. and originality, and maybe at some point, I think for the director's cut, we'll release it to the public, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely for the public. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely for the public. So we'll, ha- we'll have a. We'll have it linked then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, overall, it was a great, that was a, I guess, like, if there could yeah. be any peak before everything that happened happened, it was that night. That was that. It was that night. Yeah. Wednesday, March 11th. Because mm-hmm. then after uh, we, yeah, we, we went to go celebrate all of us together with our with our whole crew and cast. And then after that, we went to go celebrate again with our, our um, the candidates yeah, that won, the, yeah. The, the president-elect. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, yeah, that was just like, everyone was just around great people and we were all just, just excited and happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I, that was such a high that I was riding. And I mean, it's worth it. Hard work does pay off. You have to be patient though. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to teach myself as well, to be grateful too. Because... I'm, I think in the last episode we mentioned that I finally published myself um, the novel that I had wrote in high school. Mm-hmm. And engagement with that piece is flatline. It's dead. Um, it's been that way for like the last few weeks. Which, I mean, I did say that I don't really care. I just want it to be out there, but... It's also a little, I don't know. I just wish I would have seen a little bit more from that effort. Mm-hmm. But like you got to put Maybe, in, you got to put in your, 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 as they say, 10,000 hours, you know? Definitely. Yeah. No, of course. And it was like a great intro to writing and to learning how to write and to developing my voice, my original voice as a writer. So I have everything to thank for that piece, but to that piece. But I mean, like, yeah, that was like four years of my life, five years of my life. I just wish I would have seen a little more than what I saw, but whatever, you know, it's maybe it'll have its point at some point in the future, but that's yet to be determined. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. Um, I still did it. You know, that's a pretty big accomplishment. And I'm happy for it. I'm happy for myself. I guess that's just uh, the major takeaway. Yeah. So be grateful for your situation. And uh, if you're going through some hardship, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I suppose just do the best that you can to keep going. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I feel like this, this episode kind of is kind of like a, a step back to this, everything that's going on. Cause just how you can experience the lowest of the lows, you can also experience the highest of the highs mm-hmm. and that's just how life is. And just, just remember lows. when you're experiencing those, those very deep lows, remember there's going to be highs. Remember your highs. Yeah. yeah. Remember your previous highs too. Mm-hmm. And to be humble when you're at your high by remembering your low. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Read, meditate, exercise. Yeah. Take the time to reflect, be introspective, mm-hmm. figure out what's uh, stressing you out what you can do to improve yourself Mm -hmm. as an individual, mentally, emotionally, physically, in every way that you can. And yes, these times are tough. That's perfectly valid. You're okay. You will be okay. I hope so. Yeah. And, um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Be somebody. (laughs) All right, I think that's a good good point to end the episode. Um, that's a good point. I mean, move, moving from here on forward, all we can really do is kind of wait to see what happens with all this. Um, I think I'm a, yeah, I think no, I'm a yeah. and I. I mean, this I think this went pretty well. Um, I wouldn't mind trying to do another w- one of these episodes. It is a bit weird staring into my camera and not Amadeo. <laughs> yeah, no, but, I feel the same way. I mean, get used to this this setup, but yeah, yeah, no, I had fun. Mm-hmm. So. Everybody, thank you for taking the time to tune in. Mm-hmm. As always, we're on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're yeah, those are our major two. Yeah, check us out. Send us a message. Engage with us. Mm-hmm. How are you doing throughout this, these times? How are you feeling? What are you doing to help yourself, help your family, help your community? I want to hear from you. What was your high? before this <laughs> before this time yeah you know all right much love to everybody stay safe wash your hands be stay responsible safe. yeah be responsible be healthy be somebody yeah this is the be somebody podcast be somebody billions my name is Almadeo. my name is enrique take care